0: Today in the Choke Slam Wrestling Report, we are going to go through AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage. We're going to talk a little bit of WWE. We're also going to be talking about these old school has-been wrestlers using, again, the podcast platform to say stupidity on the air. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about a little bit of Zami Zayn what WWE should be doing with that. We're going to have that. And much more, including impact, no surrender uh, results. We're gonna have that and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. We came out here to tell you to your face, you can't get ready for us. No, sir. Oh my God. Thank you, You Kitty. Welcome back to a new episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, Sunday edition, the audio version, one that I go off a lot. And today I have a lot of stuff to talk about today, a lot, a lot of stuff that I read online. And I'm going to talk about a little bit of stuff that I saw. WWE, of course, had their Monday Night Raw this week, and we saw as they went and did the fallout of Elimination Chamber's. And now it looks like Kevin Owens doesn't want to team up with Sami Zayn, which is kind of a good way to continue the storyline with uh, Sami Zayn after he betrayed Kevin Owens at the, I believe it was the Survivor Series War Games. And um, so now Kevin Owens doesn't want to have nothing to do with Sami Zayn, which that is a beautiful story that's continuing on. With the um with the bloodline and the Usos and this whole nine stuff and whatnot. and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful way to start, you know to continue on this storyline. Now, again, yesterday, I put on my YouTube channel, Sammy Zayn right now has become so popular that WW is worried that he's getting bigger than the main event mats. Between uh, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. And the reason I did that po- uh, podcast yesterday was because it got, it kind of, I wanted to explain in my view of what I'm seeing that WWE did not expect this to happen. Uh, they, whoever was behind the storyline, who's been behind the storyline of the bloodline and Sami Zayn has done it that good. Then now you have the fan asking. WWE to make Sami Zayn a champion. But here's the problem: Roman Reigns holds both of those titles, and they are supposedly aka Unified. You know what I'm saying? If you want to call it that. Which I was a big mistake by WWE's part. Because what they should have had done was okay, Roman Reigns got the world title, which is representing Raw, and he has a universal title representing SmackDown. If he was gonna go and wrestle Sami Zayn, who's from SmackDown. He should have defended the Universal title. And last Saturday, it should have made Sami Zayn beat Roman Reigns. And especially in Montreal. And I mentioned this in my video yesterday. It should have been some type of Montreal screw job. Revisit 1997 again, where Roman Reigns gets screwed and the title is taken away from him. And then probably have Roman Reigns then try to get the belt back somewhere or the other. And he can't. And then he still has the world title with the WWE world title, who's been around for 60 something years. Have Roman Reigns lose to Cody. Cody brings back the wing angel or the wing, um, not wing angel, the wing belt back. You know what I'm saying? They could have done that, but now they have their hands full and worry about Zami Zayn becoming too popular. And if you guys saw SmackDown this week, Again, Jay Uso was in the crowd after Jimmy called them out. And it's gonna get better now because now it looks there might be a big major breakup with the bloodline. Okay, with the bloodline. Because now it looks like the situation between Jimmy and Jay was not resolved because Zami Zayn came into the ring to talk to Jimmy. Which led to then Jimmy attacking Sami Zayn after Jay came down. And Sami Zayn hitting the Levic, Levic, Levic kick, whatever he calls that, that, his finishing move on Jimmy, and left the ring. And then him and Jay looked at each other. And then uh, Solo sakura came in, and everybody was looking at each other. Which leaves now more, more speculation what is next. And now, look at me again the bloodline storyline is the best storyline that wwe has okay right now i see a lot of wwe fans who are i mean it's, it's ridiculous i will be talking about the toxic fans in the iwc especially coming from wwe fans it is ridiculous okay but i will talk about that later on during this podcast but what they don't understand the fan is after this story it's over what is what other story is going to be told okay you know wwe right now has you know you see what they've done with bray wyatt bray wyatt came back and they haven't done nothing with this man nothing absolutely nothing okay he beat la Knight. after that he hasn't done anything okay Uncle Howdy is now part of this Bray Wyatt circle and whatnot. Wasn't um, Alexa Bliss was going to be part of that? I mean, it's ridiculous. You know what they should do, in my opinion, is have Bray Wyatt does this and bring in Killer Cross with his wife and be part of this six people that's supposed to be playing for for months. But now w- w- we don't know. We don't know what's up with Bray Wyatt. Same thing could be said by Killer Cross, Or, again, Karrion Cross. Let me correct that because people will go crazy. Karrion Cross, Another guy that they would say, oh, he's going to be in a big match in WrestleMania. With who? With who? Because right now he's still feuding with Bray Mysterio Jr. Why? Okay? That's another guy. They brought him in. They're not really doing anything with him. And I just read uh, uh, an article by FIFU Select that Triple H was underwhelmed with all these signings that he brought in and that the plan wasn't to put him to the top right away. So then why You brought him back. Okay? That's the Loomis. You brought him back for what? Okay? Uh, Mia Yim. Now her name is Meachie. Whatever her name is. What is she doing? Nothing. Bray Wyatt. Lost in the shuffle. Okay? L.A. Knight. They they, they, they messed him up on uh, 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 his match, I, I believe, uh, I think it was the, what's it? Uh, I don't remember what what event was, Survivor Series, whatever. They killed him. Karrion crows they're not doing nothing with him. And people going to call and say, oh, you're just hating on WWE. No, these are facts. They're not doing nothing. And I and right now, the way I'm looking at this, they're talking about bringing Brock Lesnar versus Omas Why? They're talking about bringing back the, the her business for what Carmelo Hayes? They're talking about bringing him up to the main roster to be part of the her business for what? For what? Unless he's gonna, you know, you know, Omah's don't belong in a damn her business. We're gonna put him as a bodyguard. Why you need the muscle? Bobby Less is the muscle, you know what I'm saying? That makes no sense. I mean, so there's a lot of stuff going on that. It doesn't make no sense it doesn't make no sense you know and wrestlemania right now uh and like i said on my video yesterday was they, they have a problem they have a major major problem and whatnot and the problem is people could go and turn around and turn on cody and the reason i say that and i i, I did explain this on the video because on monday night there was reports that People were chanting Sami Zane's uh, name while Cody was doing his promo, and they had to rush Paul Heyman into the big screen so then him and Cody could have their back and forth. And it looks like Nola Sutton now, you know, it's, it's it's a Cody and Paul Heyman promos. You don't have Roman Reigns. When is Roman Reigns actually going to come out? And say something. I mean, he's done with Sami Zayn, and when He's he's dealing with a Sami Zayn problem. I mean, is this is a way from you know that they, they, they're gonna make it? like Well, Roman Reigns lost his belt because he was too occupied with Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn is obsessed of ending the bloodline. So again, you notice that in the last ten minutes, I've been talking about WWE. Everything's around the bloodline. Everything, the whole WWE right now. Is about the bloodline after this bloodline storyline is over. What is WWE gonna do? These wrestling fans, WWE, are already celebrating. It's two million viewers, and AEW has only uh, 900,000. Uh, 900, it's WrestleMania season. What do you expect? Here's the difference between me as a wrestling fan and these WWE fans. They want to look at the numbers, they want to look at the needs rating. Whatever it doesn't matter if WWE gets two million, there will never be a three million, five million. That's never going to happen again. Those days are over. You cannot expect AEW to hit a two million mark, whatever, because they still got a lot of things to work on. Okay, and they only been around what it's going to be four years in October, so you know. Everybody's mindset, especially wrestling fans' mindset, is like, oh, you know, they, they got to do the best. And and, and the fact that, 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 that you got these wrestling fans talking about, oh, AEW needs writers and, and, and creative writers. No, they don't. No, they don't. If AEW is not for you, don't watch it. That's the way I see it. If not your cup of tea, don't watch it. Okay, but you go and go to, go to Twitter to complain. But I digress. WWE right now is enjoying a big uh, a wave of, of of you know of, of a good storyline, but it's because of the bloodline. I'm gonna keep saying this over and over. I cannot wait till WrestleMania is over because I want to see what they're gonna produce on TV on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Because I'm sure the Roman Reigns is gonna take a time off, and then what? The bloodline will be over. And that's it. It's a wrap. Solo Socorro will be by himself. Even though I think Solo Socorro will be, he's going places. And what not? Reminds me a little bit of Omaga. He's going places. You know what I'm saying? And he's, he's a fierce wrestler. But, again, people should be enjoying this time when it comes to WWE. It's WrestleMania season. It's WrestleMania season. You know? But everybody wants to oh this is the best time you know but again like i said earlier they brought all these people back especially the biggest biggest disappointment has been bray wyatt bray wyatt i don't know what they're doing with him what they're planning to do all these skids all these uh whatever he's doing now it's not going nowhere who is his name i mean supposedly i remember They said Bray Wyatt said whoever's the winner of the Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley match, he wants a piece of that. Okay, why haven't they done that? Why they haven't even started dealing with that? You know what I'm saying? Because Bray Wyatt right now is he's lost in the shuffle. He's lost in the shuffle. Anybody else tell me otherwise? Then you're not watching what I'm watching. You know what I'm saying? you' you're, 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 you're probably gonna try to disagree with what I'm saying because you're a fan and that's the problem when you're a fan from a promotion you don't want to hear nothing negative you'll go crazy you go online and you you you'll, 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 you'll curse somebody else you, you you know you get out of pocket so it's ridiculous it's ridiculous. We'll be right back with more the chokeslam wrestling report. Hi. This is James Rodens from the Dubbing R Podcast and you are listening to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. And we're back let's talk about aew aew this week uh pretty much uh the way they started their match uh this week with wheeler Yuta versus Orange cassidy i saw a lot of people oh my god online right away starting to uh criticize the match and at the end of the day this is what i love because everybody said oh there has got to be a storyline the storyline has to be built a story could be told, again, I'm going to keep repeating myself over and over again, a story could be told in the ring without buildup, okay? In case you don't believe me, all you have to do is go to Battle of the Valley and watch the IWGP women's match between Kyrie Zane and mercedes Monet. That match was a banger, okay? It was a banger. And there was no story built through that. The only story that was built was when she went to King, Wrestle Kingdom, Mercedes, and she kind of hit uh, Kyrie Zane with a with a finishing move, even though she botched it. You know what I'm saying? But right there, they told you that there was gonna be a, 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 a there was gonna be a wrestling match that everybody was looking forward to having on February 18th. That was last Saturday, also. And it was a banger okay again you don't and then not only that they sold out the event because of that okay they sold out because of that and but yet people wanted to criticize it right away you know what i'm saying criticize it right away uh actually not criticize let me correct that people want storylines uh storyline they want to uh, storylines to be built for two weeks three weeks of course that could you could do that but not every match has to be uh you know told through a long storyline could be told in a wrestling match so the wheeler Utah versus orange cassidy already had a story behind it and if you guys don't because most of you got sh- short attention span. Okay, where you don't remember that Willow Yuta when he first came to AEW, he was part of the best friend, and Trent Beretta didn't trust him. Orange Cassidy brought him in, and that was the story behind that match. This match between uh, Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta for the All Atlanta title match. This match was a great match. They, I mean, and I, the best part is what I loved about it was that Willow Yuta. Was getting a lot of heat from the fans, so it looks to me that BCC, you know, the uh, how you call it, the, the what is it, the uh, oh my god, the BCC, whatever, the combat club, the Blackpool Combat Club is now turning heel because we saw uh, uh what's his name, Claudio, come up and smack Yuta when Yuta was being out wrestled by Orange Cassing, and then he started. Becoming aggressive with Orange Cassidy and Claudia left. But it didn't matter because at the end of the day, Orange Cassidy took two Orange Punch to beat Willa Utah. Usually he takes one and I say Willa Utah show. And again, I keep saying it. A lot of people are not fans of Willa Utah That is fine. But Willa Jutta could wrestle. And now with this whole thing with the BCC, you could tell they are now probably uh, maybe I could be wrong, but they are heels uh, Evil Uno and Adam Page Promo and Evil told Evil Uno told Adam Page, whatever happens Between me and Moxley Not to get involved in his match And we won't talk about that match Ricky Starks pretty much uh Had an open contract For whoever wanted to the in Revolution, and he kind of tricked Chris Jericho Into signing the match Peter Avalon came out, I don't know for what But he got Judas Effect by chris jericho now next week chris jericho and peter avalon are gonna wrestle i thought Pierre avalon was gone of the company i thought he was done i guess not christian comes out for an interview after that whole situation but gets attacked by jungle boy but then jack was going to do the concerto on christian but christian hit him with a low blow and smash smash uh jungle boy's head on the chair and open him up then we saw Warlow and Samoa Joe that war is going to continue a revolution. Uh, I probably see Samoa Joe probably beating Warlow. Like I said, maybe Warlow will move on to going after the world title. Who knows about that? Soraya versus Sky Blue. Again, this was nothing. Soraya ends up beating her. This original versus Ida is getting very interesting with Ruby shaw calling out Jamie Harry for a shot of the title. And I'm going to say right now, and my, my boy Mike. Made an interesting situation. Now, this thing with the uh, originals versus outsiders. He he mentioned that Soraya and Tony Storm comes out after they beat their opponent. They use the green spray, and he mentioned that Ruby Soho will turn on Jamie Hader. I think she's probably gonna end up, and not gonna turn, but I think she's gonna be the one who's gonna beat Jamie Hader for the world title, and Tony Storm is gonna help her, and we're gonna have ruby soho as the world champion now he mentioned also that ruby soho would use his green lipstick and a lot of green stuff so she may be behind this whole situation which is going to be great because out of all this you could see there's one girl that everybody is not paying attention to and has been champion for a while the tbs champion and that is jay carhill i believe somewhere between uh what is it? The uh, there's a couple of events coming up at maybe double or nothing. On um, double or nothing, there's gonna be the originals versus outsider, and Jake Carhill is gonna be joining the originals, and that might set up uh like a five on five, whoever's gonna be involved. I could see Willow being part of that. I could see, of course, Dr. Bray Baker, Jamie Hayter. That's three. You got Jake Carhill in that. that's four. Who, uh Nina. Fifth member, we're gonna have to figure it out who that will be. So that's uh you know, that's gonna be interesting. Brian Danielson promo with MJF. This was I think the best part of the night because MJF pretty much did a promo and kind of in reality, he talked about what really happened to him. Him and his his fiance broke up. He used it in the promo on Wednesday. But not only that, he he made it personal when he started talking about Brian Danielson's kids. Okay, and they went at it, and during that whole scuffle, whatever, they, you had referees, you had security trying to break them up, and toward the end, um, MJF went outside, outside the ring, and Brian Dennis escaped the grasp of all security and referee, and he forearmed MJF so hard that he knocked them out, and the cameras went away. So, this seems like this has become personal. This has become like a a Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay type shit. So, this situation, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, I'm talking about he nailed MJF. So, this is going to be very interesting coming up at, um, you know, at Revolution. Also, we had the Tag Team Battle Royal for a spot the Revolution tag title. We saw Ussie open the Battle Royal. But they didn't get to win. Uh, we saw Mar Briscoe come out and take out Josh Woods, and they started brawling in the back. Aussie uh, open eliminated by Butcher and the Blade. This pissed me off. Are you freaking serious? Butcher and the Blade, Mick Car tag team, getting rid of the one of the best tag team in the business. This pissed me off. This I'm like some of the stuff that AEW and Tony Khan does. And I bet you there's Young bugs in the back, Kenny Omega in the back, especially Kenny Omega. For he knows those are Will Ospreay's boys going to do some stupid shit like this. I, I don't understand that. Uh, but at the end, it was not a surprise to see Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett win the Battle Royal because they're going to be part of that four-way tag team at Revolution, which is going to have Billy Gunn watch the Gun, Gun Club, the Acclaim, and now Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett involved. And there's going to be a fourth team involved most likely, it's not going to be best friends because of what happened in Rampage. So whoever's coming out of that, we'll see. We're probably going to see top flight there, maybe to get another opportunity. Who knows? Hustle Park made a promo calling out the Elite. And then Tony Khan kind of shitted all over the, the, the show because the show was going great until he made the announcement. Now, I'm thinking maybe, oh, well, he's going to do the announcement of, you know, New Japan Forbidden Door June twenty fourth, you know, uh, or oh, oh, we're gonna be working more with New Japan. We're gonna work with a new company. We're gonna work, you know, uh, something. But then I said to myself, well, it can't talk about Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor they're already talking about the mainstream. That's already gonna happen. In Honor Club. The only thing I could think of is they're gonna be working more with New Japan, and he comes out and announces something. But then he didn't announce it. He used Adam Cole. To make this announcement, a new show called AEW Access and Adam Cole returning in March. I'm like, what? Like, okay, Adam Cole coming back, cool, whatever. But AEW Access, who's going to stay up after watching AEW at 10 o'clock to watch No Access? You know what I'm saying? I mean, me personally, I feel like, you know, um, you just don't learn, do you? You're gonna put a show at ten o'clock. You already got Rampage at ten o'clock on Fridays. Not you don't get a lot of views. But you're gonna put a AEW Axis show for who? For these wrestling fans that you know, it's bad enough that wrestlers get stalked in the airports. Now you're gonna give them, you're gonna give them an opportunity to be more in depth in the life of these wrestlers. Why? And I bet you that's not gonna last long. I can see it. This is not gonna last long. They're going to take that off. This is going to be like the rose to the top. That didn't do well. They didn't even, I mean, even though Cody left, but they they weren't planning to, to renew that. It was garbage. You know what I'm saying? It's garbage. But, you know, I'm not saying that AEW actually is going to be garbage. I don't know if he's going to be garbage enough, but, but who wants to watch this? Who? Because I'm sure don't. You know what I'm saying? Then they had the main event John Mousley versus Evil Uno. Uh, this match was pretty good. I mean, now I know why. Uh, Mockley tried to break Evil Uno's mass. it was pretty much for Evil Uno to blade. Um, you uh, know, he was bleeding like a scum pig, he choked him out in this match. Uh, I mean, the Evil Uno show him or no Joe for a guy who's that heavy, and, and there was critique of his physique, which I'll be talking about also with these damn podcasters. Um, and his fatigue, you know, but he made him bleed. He choked him out. Then Markley did not, did not let go of the, the, the whole after the match, brought in the the Dark Order. Then you have BCC come in, stop and then Handman Page comes out, and All Brawl comes out. And, you know, and then Adam Page grabs a fistful of bar wire and hits Mockley right in the head and busted him open Do you know what I'm saying? So, you know It's incredible and you know, it, it, Again more blood and I'm not I'm not too crazy about This blood thing. I mean and I already said it Mockley wasn't doing it for a couple of weeks And he's again doing the same thing again. I don't have a problem with restless bleeding, but you make it every week then It, it becomes to a point where you be like, okay, he's gonna bleed soon and And that's exactly what happened Rampage. I was able to see Rampage this week. Uh, fine. uh, it was good. Uh, we saw the main event between the not a main event, but the match it should have been a main event. The Elite, uh, or the Young Bucks versus Aussie Open. Great match. Oh my God, they killed it. Uh, again, Aussie Open should have won that match, but then again, those are Will Osprey's boy and who more Kenny Omega. You know, I'm sure he probably told him, Nope, you're not gonna be the Young Bucks. But that sets up a match between House of Black and the Elite coming up for um uh, revolution so i'm gonna read the all the matches coming up in a little while also we saw um who else so willow versus tony storm again the whole situation with the uh original versus outsiders i'm really looking forward to what that's gonna happen with that also we saw uh lance archer come back and his manager jake the snake Roberts. about time that lance archer is back and they sh- they're gonna they have to push this man farther than they've been doing because otherwise let him go let him go that's it um then we saw andretti versus sammy guevara that was a good match between both these wrestlers these wrestlers high flying doing their thing and it was a good good match and you can't ask for anything better even though sammy guevara needed help from danny garcia to beat him but and again you know actually andretti was like oh but you need follow up whatever you're not gonna Listen. Give the guy time. He's a great wrestler. Now, I'm, let me correct that. He's a good wrestler. I think he has a lot of potential. He could go a lot of places, but he's not gonna be—he's not gonna beat everybody like a guy, like Sammy Guevara. But you got to push him. You have to push him, and you know you got to give it time. There's a lot of storylines at AEW, but people don't want to give it time. Everybody wants everything right now. So, and we'll be right back with more uh, the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Red Sante, host of Turnbuckle Tabloid. And you're listening to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. so let's talk about this uh thing with these podcasters these uh wrestlers who have retired and seems that they bitter and always taking shots at aew and it seems to me like wwe don't want to sign them uh so they can't go to wwe they figure well aew is going to sign us aew doesn't want to sign them either so they go into the little podcast and talk and criticized by AEW and all this now i did a podcast not long ago talking about this but there was one particular situation that really caught my eye that i'm like you got to be kidding and then the person who uh spoke about this is the partner of conan and his i uh, keeping keep it 100 podcast and i'm talking about glenn good a- or aka disco inferno this dude at the nerve and the audacity to say AW put a main event guy, a fat wrestler with tits, in the main event. You know what I'm saying? And to me, it seems to me like these guys, you know, go on the podcast platform and now this is the new thing now. Last week, we had Conan or two weeks ago, Conan go on Twitter and say that Tonek, uh, Kanosuke Takeshna should not have done the Eddie Guerrero shimmy shoulder type thing because he wasn't Mexican. Then he backtracked because Miro kind of shouted him out. He was like, oh, I'm joking. Now, this week, we have Disco Inferno, aka Glenn Gabberti, body shaming this week at EVA Uno. What's funny is that. Glenn Gabriel wish he had the skills and the uh the character that Evil Uno has. This Goferno was a clown to me. Scott Neb didn't get no, no type of traction until he became part of the Red and Black NWO. And even then he was he wasn't nobody really cared for him. Even when I think he was part of the filthy animals in WCW. But yet he knows that no one wants to have them in their promotion for nothing okay tna brought him in with with vince russo another clown and they did the uh, sport entertainment extra whatever the hell was sex that's the name of the group he was a part of that in the beginning of tna which it was a failure and here he is now with conan and conan's podcast and now last week like i said it was a racist comment by conan and now this week you know it wasn't said in the, the podcast but it was sent through a t- tweet where he said "Dynamite was a decent show with some strong segment onto the main event you can't put a fat wrestler with tits in the last segment and have him bleed profusely all over the place and think that's how you draw viewers i put it this way disco inferno can draw a, a kindergarten class okay and he has the ball talking about drawing viewers. You didn't draw no money for WCW. You never did. If you don't even come and even make that comment, makes you look real dumb. But this is not nothing new. You know, you got a, the Eric Bischoff's, you got the Jim Cornette. Now you got Ric Flair going around talking crap. Uh, and I know he mentioned something not long ago in his podcast. Um, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Booker T, who's a WWE shield, he'll do anything for WWE because, you know, he got a promotion. He needs, you know, young wrestlers to wrestle in his little promotion he has in Texas. So, you know, you, you got all these guys and whatnot who at one point were wrestlers or promoters. And using their platforms to make outrageous claim and take shot at AEW. Now, don't get me wrong. AEW has a lot of things they need to work on. I gave you an example in my last segment. Tony Khan trying to get clout, because that's what he did, trying to get clout to make an announcement that he could have done on Twitter about AEW access. Okay. He knows that the the stove is hot now because Triple H, you know, is in, in the driver's seat in WWE and he can make things happen. I was him. I would just shut up don't say nothing, you know what I'm saying, just do what you do, you know, and, and keep booking the matches, even though people were in Berserk, when he was named Booker of the Year, uh, you know, in in, in in the wrestling business, I mean, he does book good matches, I, I can't complain, but I don't know about Booker of the Year, you know what I'm saying, so I would give it to Ghetto in New Japan Pro Wrestling, you know what I'm saying, so he, he he put the match between okada versus jonah and have jonah pin okada which it was i was a shocker as it is last year you know what i'm saying um so was it bigger shocker than uh andretti beating jericho not really but still but him Booker of the year mm, i don't know that's kind of questionable but still at the end of the day you have all these podcasters who at one point were in the business and they're just looking to get clout, looking for for listenership, people, they're they doing everything. And then Klinger Birdie, this guy didn't draw no money. He didn't draw no money at all. For him to even even talk about stuff like this. This this is this this was ridiculous. This is real ridiculous, you know. And, and and I I mean, what else is to say? What else is to say? And Moving on to, I wanted to bring up with the toxic wrestling, toxic fan in the IWC, because when I saw this with Gabberti talking about this, that you still have fans who goes and support these people. See, I don't know—is it me or the last couple of months? The IWC has become so freaking. Toxic when I mean, the stuff that I see online is ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? Again, I was gonna brought up the t- situation about how WWE fans okay are now like on a big time attack on AEW because WWE doing well now, and like I said earlier, the only reason that WWE ain't doing so well because it's WrestleMania season. Also, because it's the bloodline. Other than that, if you don't have no bloodline, you have nothing. But it seems like these people, I mean, I saw this tweet the other day where people were talking about, oh, who cares about New Japan Pro Wrestling? You got a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, ballerinas and tumblers. and whatnot. When the hell did you see New Japan Pro Wrestling with high flyers, you know, Match, cause I I barely see that shit. If you see that, it's probably because it's the best of the Super Juniors, and you know. And if you see anything with high flying and shooting stars and all that, it's usually Triple A wrestling, the Mexican wrestling, or CMML. You don't see that in New Japan, cause New Japan has strong style. So that goes to show you that some people just talk out of their ass, and they say, "Oh, the last two guys they left, you know." You know they're gone and you only got okada no that means to show you that you do not watch new japan wrestling you do not watch japan japanese wrestling because new japan wrestling is not the only wrestling thing going on you got noah okay and some of the wrestlers in noah are very good but you don't bother to watch it because you want to go on twitter and talk crap okay the best part is this thing with again with the with the viewership you know oh you know comparing ratings and, 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 and oh look wwe did two million the rampage did three hundred thousand again look at this time slot and i'm gonna keep saying it over again the- because it seems like you morons and i'm gonna say morons because you seem not to understand that who wants to watch wwe right or let's put it they'll watch wwe but you want to go and stay up another hour to watch more wrestling? Again. AEW is not your cup of tea don't freaking watch it that's it you don't have to watch it you don't you don't have to watch it I believe Rampage this week was pretty decent even though some of the, sometimes it's not but it was decent okay AEW this week was decent they had some good matches you know what I'm saying storylines they were good especially with the, the MJF and Brian Daniels it became real popular uh very personal I mean and you know, and I enjoyed it. If you don't like AEW, don't freaking watch it. And a story. If you're a wrestling fan, then you can watch all of them. I watch all of them, with the exception of Impact. You know what I'm saying? And whatnot. Impact and NWA. I don't watch those. And MLW. I don't watch those because those they don't entertain me anything. They don't. They don't. I used to watch all of them. But I I don't. You know what I'm saying? And speaking of Impact. Uh, I believe let me see impact this week had uh, I think it was that yesterday I, th- I believe it was yesterday they had um what was it the no surrender uh why not so what's this I think it was this yesterday no Friday night I'm sorry so this was the uh, the results from impact no surrender Giselle Shaw defeated Diana parazo are you kidding me? See, this is why I don't watch none of this. Savannah Evans came down and slammed the animal while the referee was distracted aligning herself with Giselle. Okay, so now we don't have Tasha Stewart there anymore. So now you got Savannah Evans teaming up with Giselle Shaw. Jonathan Gresham defeated Mike Bailey. Frankie Gazarian defeated Khan. Impact Knockout Tag Team Championship. Uh, the Death Dolls, Jessica and Taya Valkyrie with Rosemary defeated the Hex. Allison K and Marty Bell. Uh, that's uh again, Tyler Valkyrie again in a tag team winning those belts. Why don't I put the bell around her? The woman's bell. Uh the Impact Digital media Championship Dot combat match. Joe Henry defeated Moose. Bully Ray and they busted open life by assaulting Tommy Dreamer. I'm gonna get to that right now. Impact World Championship, number one contender four ways. So Steve Macklin defeated PCO, Brian Myers, and Heath. After the match, Trey McGill came out to talk about not being on the car. He ended up getting attacked by PCO. Bullet Club, Kenta, Ace, Austin, Gris Bay defeated Time Machine, Kashida, Chris Saban, and Alex Shetty. Uh Mickey J defeated Marcel Slamovich. Mickey James thing. I, I don't know why they're still writing on that shit. I don't understand. And Josh Alexander defeated Rich Swan. Now, I want to get into this uh uh Buster, what is it with the Buster Open Radio? bully ray attacking tommy dreamer so let me put it this way tommy dreamer works for Boston open radio so bully ray and attacked him after the Boston open radio was over you know impact is trying so hard to get recognized you know and it's ridiculous um the funny thing is he's another one when i talk about uh the podcast bully ray had the nerve to say that John Mousley is bleeding. Basically, he's bleeding too much as of lately. Funny, coming from a guy who worked for ECW uh, in the 90s who bled buckets of blood and whatnot. So now there's a problem with wrestler bleeding in a wrestling match. Uh, you didn't think about that when you was in ECW. So, and I want to hear people like, oh, but it was extreme championship. It was extreme. It doesn't matter. So you're going to criticize a wrestler, John Moffley, for doing something that you used to do. Okay. And the fact that you have busting open radio in a pay-per-view and no surrender. Impact. Okay. I I can't. And you know what? This is why I don't watch impact at all. You know what I'm saying? First of all, Mickey James still the woman's knockout champion. Why? They are writing that shit to the wheels full off. You know, when that should be given to a girl like Tasha Steele and not Jordan Grace, because I'm tired of Jordan Grace being champion there uh give it to somebody else you know what i'm saying you know but they don't and this is why the reasons why i don't watch impact wrestling i don't i don't watch impact wrestling and whatnot and don't get me started with nwa because nwa i don't even bother. definitely i don't bother, bother with that so it's just ridiculous and, and, and you know um John gresham is a guy i think he should wrestle he should be the guy who should beat josh uh josh alexander for the for the impact uh title because there was a uh a uh article talking about mick mikey uh mike bailey wants to be the one to dethrone josh alexander Nev. don't think so don't think so that guy's overrated i i'm the most gonna say he's overrated and many people may not agree with me they'll be like oh but you know he's good whatever he, he's he what what is he doing that he all the wrestlers hadn't done before that's the way i see it you know what i'm saying so you know you know he's doing flips and flops that even guys from AEW do. So it's it's nothing new to me. It's nothing new, just another you know another wrestler flip flapping whatever. But he shouldn't be the one defending Johnson. I think even though uh, uh, Jonathan Grisham is like five four, but still I think he's a better wrestler than Mike Bailey, in which he proved it last night or Friday night. So we'll be right back with more Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Here we go. And we're back. So we're going to talk a little about wrestling news and rumors like we usually do every week. So this week, let's talk about Charlotte Flair doesn't want to unify the woman's title is less opportunities for the woman. <laughs> she made me laugh. It's less opportunity for you. She said, speaking into Daytona Beach News Journal, Charlotte was asked who in the company she would like to work with. She said, well, I never had a program with Bianca Belair. It will be hot it will have to be her okay that sounds good then uh when asked about possibly unifying the title she said i don't recommend unification program because i feel that will mean less opportunities for the woman it was cool for one of the girls to have both titles at one time but it takes a lot of spots away no it takes your spots away because you know for a fact she is not someone that should be having the title right away she came back and took the belt I believe it was from Ronda Rousey, became the world champion. You know, th- these are people that I feel that, you know, they they come and 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 and, and how you call it they, they take the spot away from people, and then next thing you know, you know, you know, they're on top. Now she's supposed to have a, a one-on-one with uh with Big Mommy, uh uh Rhea Ripley. And I hope that Rhea Ripley beats her. Because what happened? three years ago at wrestlemania uh when the pandemic started is something that i personally feel that it was injustice they took the, uh, she beat rhea ripley for the nxt title and she didn't do nothing to upgrade that title uh leo rush says he's spoken to tony khan and a number of times since leaving AEW. the support is still there he said uh he was asked in a visit interview with chris van Fleet, he was like, mm, I think so. Uh, uh, he said that anything is possible if you have the right intention, if you're coming from the right place, which means he probably uh, coming back to AEW. He said Rutch went on to the note that he does like Tony Klein quite a bit. And then the two connected pretty quickly when he first came to WWE, I mean, not to WWE, to AEW. He said, I mean, how could that not be? But I think Tony... I like Tony a lot. I really like Tony. I think that's the first time I'm saying that yeah, I allow. Yeah, I do like Tony. One thing that made me so willing to give AEW a chance is the fact that I feel like I was scarred from WWE run. I feel like I was, you know, traumatized a little bit. Tony liked me a lot. I feel like we connected very, pretty quickly. And I feel that's why we are, there was a lot of uh, emotion involved. Uh, But people seem to forget that Leo Rush, when he did this, okay. When he left AEW, he went on the on Big Swole. When Big Swole decided to say that there was no, uh, you know, black wrestlers were not, black or Hispanic wrestlers were not getting treated right in AEW, which was a lie. It all was because uh, Tony Khan did not see nothing on Big Swole. And she went and decided to do a podcast and talk about it. Leo Rush came to her defense telling the boss what to do how are you telling the boss what to do or what to say and i think quietly uh tony khan told leo rush uh i'm gonna let you go but if you open your mouth you leave you leave fighting or, or, or going against it then i'm gonna say that you got fired and that's why i feel that leo rush but leo rush has been in and out of wrestling for the last couple of years you know he won the mlw uh, middleweight championship while at the same time holding the triple-a cruiserweight championship He just got got a lot of potential. I mean he could be big, but He leaves he comes back he leaves and I think the last thing he was in New Japan teaming up with with yo, um, they teamed up they won the World Tag League for the super, uh, Junior weight uh, so I don't know. I mean he but he they could have won the, t- the the titles away from uh, uh, Akira and TJP but uh, but they busted his face in the ramp at Wrestle Kingdom, so he has face busted up, so that's why he never ended up winning a title, but it is what it is, guys, and then, um, so, uh, Scott Demore, Impact Wrestling, and this is something I do not want to see, Scott Demore said, we have to get Mercedes Munez and Mickey James in a ring and get this done, do they need the clout, because they're not in the eyes of the viewers, that's what I put on my Twitter, because at the end of the day, you know, Impact is suffering so bad when it comes to the viewers on Thursday. Nobody has Access Channel, so nobody can see Access Channel. So they in a bad. First of all, they in a bad spot. Anthem owns Access Channel, so they in a bad spot. And Mercedes Monet coming in to wrestle Mickey James. First of all, she does. She's not beating. She's not beating Mercedes Monet. New Japan is not giving up that woman's title to No Mickey James. Okay, and that's how bad it is it is probably in the women's division and impact that you need to bring in. You want to bring in the M- M- Monet to have a match with Mickey James. You know, uh, I don't know. I, I I don't want to see it for what impact impact. Don't care about the, the wrestlers. I always say that they, they, they don't sign long-term wrestlers. They, they got money, but they don't want to spend money. And that's the problem. The NWA Women's tag team title changed twice on Tuesday. The tag team titles got twice changed in the episode of uh, and Power. The history was May on February 24th. Episode NWA Power as the NWA Women's Tag Team Champion belt switch hands twice in one night. That is bad for the freaking tag team titles. Uh, NWA Enough said Charlotte and Ruben Renegade, the twins, defeated Pretty and Power, Ellie Envy, and Kenzie Page to caption the NWA Women's Tag Team Championship. Now, the Renegades have lost a title after the first defense against Pretty and Power 2.0, Ellen Novi and Roxy. Okay. However, Roxy and Ella did not take long to hold on those, uh, to those titles as Maddie Rinkowski arrived on the scene with Misa Kate. I don't know who these people are. Rinkowski announced that she will be cashing in her Championship Series title opportunity, and shortly thereafter, Maddie and Misa won the brand new NWA Tag Team Champions. This is bad this is real bad for the women's. but it shows you that no respect for the nwa world title and talking about billy corgan claim that you know nwa in the rich history and all that but yet you have a title change hands twice in one night okay I, I i don't get that i i don't get it at all i don't get it at all so that is a problem for me so uh what else we have here the uh we cover the we covered the uh disco infernal situation so let's go here uh we got kazarian talked about why he went to impact he said i felt at aew my time contribution and time weren't being valuable and that's okay he said, "That's the the thing that I have that is most valuable that I can give anybody is my time. The thing that I can ask the most out of anybody is to give me their time. That's the one thing that all of us are running out of. Everybody on planet Earth. My time in professional wrestling, in my eyes, is long from being done. The time that I had left in the ring, I wanted to give that time to somebody that will have will value it. I felt that time in AEW, my time and contribution and talent was not being valued. That's okay." had the opportunity to take my time and give it to somebody else. That's exactly what I did, he said. You know, Kazarian, I like Kazarian, but I think his time at AEW was over with. Uh, Scorpius guy went on to team up with Ethan Ethan Page. Uh, so, you know, let Kazarian out by himself. And I think the, uh, trying to fend off the elite uh, and whatnot. And um, after that, they had nothing for him. So. I mean, that's the way he went, because he went to a uh, to Impact. You know, I, I can't say nothing else. I like Kazarian. He's been around for so many years, you know, an original of TNA back in the day. So, who knows? Nikita Lyons, probably one of my favorite girls from NXT, will be off of action for up to one year following an ACL injury. So, that is sad. This girl is, I mean, not only beautiful, she's talented, uh, but she will be out for a year with an ACL injury. So, that is sad. Also, Spectrum Cable pay-per-view list, AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door 2 as airing on June 24th. I cannot wait for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to end that with the best, for me, the best promotion there is, and that's New Japan Pro Wrestling. And so, the AEW and New Japan will team up again on June 24th to bring, uh, you know, Forbidden Door 2. So, that will be cool to see what, what kind of matches they're going to have and all that. And again, no Jay White. Only the only way Jay White will be there in that forbidden door if he signs with AEW, and I don't see that happening. He's been very quiet, very hasn't said anything. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's crazy, it's crazy. But uh, you know, I don't know. Um that Jay White is one of my favorite wrestlers, and now I, I gotta sit around waiting for him to do what, what he's what he's planning to do out there in the in the wrestling world, you know. Um, so We'll see what's going to happen with him. Also, uh, Dax Harwood, um, you know, tweeted a reference to teams and AEW contract expiring soon. Uh, he pretty much addressed the news. He said on Saturday, Dax Harwood of FTR we tweeted a reference by the teams, AEW contract expiring soon. Harwood wrote, "Tell, tell me April. Tell me if April's around the corner without telling me April's around the corner." In response to AEW congratulating to briscoe for winning a few of the ue award but not mentioning fdr so i don't know i don't know what's going on with dax Harwood and whatnot the news article was then published with the headline dax Harwood seemingly unhappy about recent aew mission and here was Harwood responded he said guys real quick i'm the happiest i've ever been that the, the he's unhappy narrative that's been painted for me because i stand up for myself has always made me laugh but today even more i i'm very appreciative of what all of you have given me and my family stress is down life is good this is uh, this is what happens people misinterpret stuff again the iwc is so damn toxic that they need and i'm gonna repeat it they need to go and say something about this because you know they've got nothing better to do they don't so you know. But as is for, that is it for me this week it's been a long weekend for me because i put the youtube channel podcast yesterday talking about the Sami Zayn. uh today again the audio version uh again uh one thing i'm going to mention and i'm going to make this clear uh people love you know following they do following and you know, sometimes they ask me to follow them back, and then when I follow when they're following me and I follow them back, I come to fi- find that these people who are following me are also toxic fans of the wrestling business. And I see some of their tweets. And I personally, if you talking nonsense and you're not making no sense as far as when it comes to wrestling, I will block you. I'm not gonna hesitate. I will block you in a heartbeat. If I see you being toxic going after any of my peoples that are already in my in my stuff and you just talking nonsense always criticizing AEW, criticizing everybody up but wwe to you is the best don't have no problems well you will be blocked and i will delete your ass okay because first of all the one thing i can say everybody who cherishes wwe they don't care about any promotion i'm glad you do because you, first of all you are you know cherishing and you are you know uh you know uh, praising a man who owns the company and as vince mcmahon a sexual predator and i'm gonna leave that at that so i'm glad i'm glad you guys enjoyed it and do whatever you need to do so until then guys uh again you want to follow me on my chokesland wrestling report follow me on twitter facebook and instagram also check out my store tcwr.veryincpressant.com and i will see you guys next week until then be safe and i'll see you guys next week oh my god thank you kitty